हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट ट्वेंटी सेवन डेमोक्रेसी एंड डेवलपमेंट एंड असेसमेंट एंड आवर टॉपिक इज डेवलपमेंट डेवलपमेंट इज अ रिकरेंट थीम इन द डिस्कशन ऑन डेमोक्रेसी एंड सोशल चेंज द कॉन्सेप्ट हैज बीन यूज मेनली बाय द सोशोलॉजिस्ट एंड द पोलिटिकल साइंटिस्ट ऑन द वन हैंड and by the economist on the other the sociologist and political scientist use it as a modernization paradigm which became popular to discuss the political and social change in the developing countries liberated from the colonial folk these changes were considered as development and modernization which indicated towards the process of nation building or nation state building formation of political institutions like political parties interest group etc introduction of universal adult franchise and periodic election written or unwritten constitution and level of urbanization the modernization or the development theories influenced by the behavioralism were mainly concerned with the question as to how a system maintained itself by accommodating various segments of the system it gave no space to the possibility of change or breakdown of the system as a result of the challenge from within it for the economist development meant the growth in terms of the per capita income and gnp the modernization theory of development apart from the factors mentioned above has also considered the per capita income and gnp indicators of development amritya sen has provided an alternative model of development for him the per capita income and the gnp are important but not enough indices of development development in the real sense of the term means developing the human capabilities among the people and entitlements in the terms of education health infrastructure and liberty now let us move to the next point democracy and development The debate on the relationship between democracy and development has dealt with two questions are they compatible with each other or are they inimical to each other Niraja Jayal asserts that this debate in India has been somewhat misconceived it has basically been engaged by the economist Deepak Nair argues that in india there has been tension between the economic development and the political democracy there is inclusion of people especially the poor in the democratic processes but they have been excluded from the market the market has seen the exclusive predominance of the elite the state has been mainly concerned by the manageable of the interest or conflict of the elite during the post independence period the role of the state vis-a-vis 
management of the conflicts and towards of the interest of the people especially the poor has passed through three phases from 1947 to 1966 1967 to 1990 and from 1990 onward the first phase was marked by the prominent role of the state which was able to reach the consensus of various interest in the second phase there was an erosion in the effectiveness of the state and the consensus model the state made political efforts to accommodate the rich peasants and resorted to populism and patronage for managing interest of various classes this phase also saw decline in poverty to some extent The third phase known as the phase of liberalization is marked by the erosion in the credibility of the state and rising role of market it happening along with the politics of liberalization in nayar's opinion for the first time in india economics of liberalization and the politics of empowerment are moving in the opposite direction the people have the political rights but cannot participate in the market as they lack entitlements and the capabilities there is no attempt by the state to mediate or reconcile different interests in such a situation where the state cannot play an effective and mediating role he suggests that the civil society can intervene Bernard Bardhan argues that the democracy and development are irreconcilable there are main proprietary classes in India industrial capitalist class rich farmers and the professionals in the public sector their interests are in conflict and the state plays a mediating role among them at the same time there is a turmoil from below the assertion of various disadvantaged groups there is a conflict between their interest and those of the proprietary class there is also an anti reform streak in the mobilization of various groups this makes the atmosphere hostile for economic reforms those who argue about the incompatibility of democracy and development refers to the countries of southeast asia where real development has taken place in the undemocratic regimes amritya sen has provided an unequivocal perspective on development and democracy they are not incompatible rather democracy and development are complementary to each other democracy is possible if people in a society have the entitlement and possess capabilities which enable them to part of the democratic process freedom which is an essential ingredient of democracy promotes the development in terms of entitlement and the capabilities of people development is also
contingent upon democracy. Now let us sum up the unit. In this unit we have discussed that there are two contrary viewpoints about the assessment of democracy and development in India. These have succeeded and these have failed. The assessment of democracy and development is related to the meanings of these phenomena. There are two types of models of democracy discussed in relation to India, procedural and substantive. The former is mainly concerned with the institutions and processes of democracy. The latter places the democratic institution and processes in societal context, civil society, rights, etc. The dominant opinion of the scholars studying the procedural democracy considers that democracy in India has been a success and those who study the substantive democracy do generally consider democracy in India as a failure. The development is also viewed in two ways, one in terms of modern political institutions, two in terms of availability of entitlements and capabilities of the people. There are two opposite opinions even about the compatibility of development and democracy. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit and as well as we have also come to the end of the course India Democracy and Development. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.